0: Welcome to the Secrets of Supermom show, where we explore how successful, busy moms battle overwhelm, beat burnout, and stay happy in the process. I'm your host, Lori Oberbreckling, wife, mom of four, corporate executive, photographer, and author of the book, Secrets of Supermom: how extraordinary moms succeed at work and home and how you can too. Hey, hey friend, welcome to episode number nine of the Secrets of Supermom show. Quite possibly, my favorite chapter from the book Secrets of Supermom is Supermom Seek Joy, The Secret of Happiness. If we are not happy, then what in the world is the point? Why work so hard for the things that you want, the family that you want, the career that you want, if you are miserable in the process? My goal every day is to be happy on purpose. And when I'm not feeling happy, my goal is to figure out why and to see if it's something I can change. And if I can't change it, can I change my attitude about it? So we know that happy feels good, right? Most people don't want to not be happy. Most people want to be happy. But why should we actually want to strive to be happy? Why should we be happy on purpose? So there are a lot of fantastic benefits for being happy. And research shows that happy people have some of these benefits over people that are unhappy in general. So I want to talk to you about research for a second, because this stuff's super important. Happy people are more patient. Happy people have better relationships. Happy people can see the big picture with more clarity. Happy people make more money. Happy people have better immunity and live longer. Hello, living longer. Happy people are more productive at work. Happy people manage stress better. Wouldn't that be nice? Happy people have healthier lifestyles, and happy people feel more in control over their lives. Happy people feel like they can make changes in their life because they feel like they have control over what's happening. If any of those things resonate with you, or if you just want to be more happy, today we are going to talk about nine ways to be happy on purpose. Nine things that you can do to be happier, and thus more patient, less stressed, and cultivate a better life in all those ways. All right, number one, make a happiness list. I'm serious. Get out a sheet of paper. And if you have the Secrets of Supermom workbook, you can use that uh, and make a list of all the things that make you happy. That's it. Make a list of all the things that make you happy. So, PS, if you don't have that workbook, you can download it for free. It is at secretsofsupermom.com forward slash SOS workbook, SOS workbook, secrets of supermom workbook. You can grab it for free and it's got this in there. But if you don't, you can use a piece of paper and you can write down all the things that make you happy. Now, a few things. Remember, this is your list. Don't write things that should make you happy, write only things that actually make you happy. If your friend loves running and you think, oh, I really should love running, but you really hate it. Don't put that on your list. Only include things that actually bring you joy. And if there are things that make you so happy and they don't make anything anyone else happy, put that on the list. We want only things that make you happy. Now, I have had a question from a number of moms lately when I've been speaking to them. And y'all, this breaks my mama heart to be honest, but the question is, what if I don't know what makes me happy? What if I don't know? What makes me happy? Does that break your heart a little bit? Is that maybe you asking that question? Sometimes we get so involved in childcare and family care and jobs and housework and everything in our lives that we find we have fully neglected ourselves and so much that we don't even know what makes us happy anymore. So what do I tell these moms, these moms that, that don't even know what to put as number one on the list? I recommend a pause and a step way back. So I want you just to sit and stop and think for a second. What made you happy before you were a mom? What made you happy before you were in your career? What made you happy before you were with your partner or in a marriage? What made you happy in high school, in grade school, as a little kiddo? If you work backwards, you will start to remember those things that filled you up before your life was completely full, right? Maybe, Just maybe some of those things actually deserve a place back on the forefront, back in your life now. Let me give you some examples. The start to my happiness list, because I want you to kind of think, think that it can be all sorts of different things. So in my happiness list, I'm going to give you just some examples that I would include in mine. So singing at the top of my lungs to music blaring in my car. So if my kids are not in the car, I turn that radio up and I sing so loud. And I love that. That makes me so happy reading a hard copy book. I do use my Kindle app all the time. I definitely listen to Audible books, but there really is nothing better than reading a hard copy book. Looking at photo albums, y'all, I love photos. You all know, most of you know that I'm a photographer on the side and that I just love photos. I also love looking at photo albums, old photo albums, my photo albums, someone else's photo albums, wedding albums. It does not matter. I love it. Taking a bike ride with the kids. I love bike rides with the kids. Uh, Jeremy would never want to come with us. And when he does, it's because he's been more than forced. He does not love them, but I do. Uh, Listening to a podcast about goal setting. I love goal setting. And so listening to podcasts about that really does make me super happy. Eating slowly at a restaurant. Um, I don't know if, um, if you guys have done this in a long time, but isn't it nice to sit and talk and eat slowly and have multiple courses? It does not mean you have children there, most likely, and certainly not mine. <laughs> they are not they are not of the age that can sit and, and enjoy a slow dinner, but I do love a slow dinner. Um, seeing a movie and eating buttered popcorn. I have not been to the movies in what is now almost a year and a half, I suppose, but being able to go to a movie theater and sit in a chair and eat popcorn that I didn't make for myself is just luxurious to me, and I do love that. That makes me quite happy. Um, I love a long hug, a big, long, cozy bear hug that is from someone that you just care so much about. Oh, that's just the best. And then my last one on my list that I'm going to share today is hearing my littlest one. So Kellen is, um, is just turned five and he still yells it's snuggle time and runs to climb into my lap and then closes his eyes. And it is the sweetest, cutest, most joy filled experience. So that's another thing that's on my happiness list. All right. So once you have your list and I'm I'm talking, try to add 50 things to this list. Add more if you can. Make this list huge. Make it something you can do in five minutes. Make it things you can do in 10 minutes. Make things like seeing a movie, a couple of hours, a massage, a couple of hours. Put on all the things that make you happy. Things that take a really long time, a lot of effort. Things that take very little time, very little effort. And keep this in a place where you can refer to it often. Because the goal here, what our goal is, is to incorporate something from your list into your life every single day, even if just for five minutes. So you're gonna start deciding to do something that makes you happy every single day. And why? Because that is a way to maintain a greater level of overall happiness. We are doing things on purpose that make us happy every day. We are starting to feel happier in general. Okay, next one, learn something new. In the book, The Happiness Project by Gretchen Rubin, if y'all haven't read it, she refers to an atmosphere of growth. Again, atmosphere of growth. And so what she's saying is that based on research, if you are not growing, learning, experiencing new things, you are more likely to be unhappy or feel stuck in your life. So how can you apply this to your own life? Sign up for a class. Learn something new. Join a book club and read new books. Volunteer for a project at work that you've never done before. Listen to a podcast on something new that you've never listened to before. There are lots and lots of opportunities to learn something new, get better, get stronger at something. Always ways to be learning, growing, and experiencing new things. All right, next, focus on relationships. If you look at your last week, can you find ways that you focused on your relationships with people that you love? Did you prioritize quality time and energy with your kids, your partner, your friends, your siblings, your parents, your neighbors, your favorite coworkers? Are you protecting those most important relationships? Happy people with strong connections live longer and happier lives. It is a fact. So it is time to prioritize those humans that you love the most if you have not been doing that. All right, number four, look for ways to help. People like to help people. Research has shown that over and again, that altruism, which is helping other people without the expectation of a payback, increases feelings of happiness overall in your life. Now, you don't have to be a formal volunteer. I'm not saying go sign up uh, you know, at the Salvation Army and, and volunteer, though you could do that. Absolutely. There are certainly opportunities for that, and it is definitely needed in the world. But there are also opportunities to help anywhere. You can hold the door for someone at the store. You can pick up someone's drop keys at the grocery store. You can send in treats for a class party at your kid's school. There are always ways to help in small ways. And those ways make you feel needed and loved. And those ways of helping help you feel happy. All right, number five, get outside. Based on research. Again, we're going back to research every time because research is showing that these things are helping us become more happy. And by allowing us to focus on what's really working for lots of people, it allows us to use that in our own life. So based on research, Being outside makes us happier, less stressed, more creative, and more socially connected. Plus, y'all, it's fast and it's free, right? So if you've got something on your list for happiness and there's nothing that takes you outside, figure out something that you love to do that gets you outside and put that on the list. Maybe it's just laying in the sun, you know, with a cocktail by the pool. Maybe it is going on a hike. Maybe it's taking a quick walk with your dog. If you can do nothing else, simply step outside into the sunshine and take a deep breath. All right, next up, give compliments or show appreciation. So you know how it feels really good to get a compliment? Like there you are hanging out at the grocery store and someone walks up and says, oh, I just love your shoes. (gasps) You feel great, right? So guess what? She feels great too. It feels good to make other people happy. Do you love someone's dress at the bank? Tell her. Did you think about your girlfriend from high school today and how much you really just loved all her deep chats? I have one of those. Reach out and tell her. Did your kiddo bring you a flower unexpectedly? Say thanks and give a big, long hug. Write personal thank you notes. Give hugs. Say thank you. Give compliments. Send text messages. Send voice messages. Show that gratitude that you've been working on that we've talked about in our morning routine. Show that gratitude that you've been identifying every part of your day Show it to someone else. Take it away from your journal, away from your list and put it out there into the world. All right, next up, hugs. We just talked about hugs a little bit in our uh, giving compliments and showing appreciation. But a 20 second hug can improve your health, lower stress, increase happiness, okay? So I'm not talking about, now listen to me here. I am not talking about one of those one-armed, half-back-pat girl weak hugs. No, stop that. It is a big cozy bear hug. A like you mean it hug. Research on hugs shows that that 20 second hug, it's increasing oxytocin. So that love hormone that you get when you hold your baby, when you're nursing, that love hormone that that comes into your body increases very quickly when you're hugging. It reduces your heart rate. It reduces blood pressure and it just makes you feel great. So get more hugs and give more hugs. All right. Next up is forgive. Are you holding a grudge? Is there someone you just cannot seem to forgive? Forgiveness is critical to a lifetime of happiness. So a lot of people think, okay, forgiveness is saying it's okay to someone that's done something wrong to you or victimized you in some way. And really forgiveness doesn't have anything to do with that person at all. Forgiveness is releasing your own anger, releasing your own resentment, releasing the grudge that you're holding. It is freeing yourself from those feelings that ultimately weigh you down, increase cortisol, increase declines in mental health, and contribute to a in the opposite of happiness, right? All of those things are increasing stress, increasing the, the feelings of sadness, increasing anger. They're not increasing happiness. So forgiveness is super important, but it actually doesn't only mean forgiving other people. It means forgiving you too, forgiving yourself. Are you holding a grudge, but it's actually against you? It's limiting your confidence. It's limiting your happiness. It's time to let that go. All right, last but not least, set boundaries. Happy people say no. Plain and simple, in order for you to be as happy as possible, as happy as you want to be, you will have to be able to set boundaries. When you feel like you're taken advantage of, you feel the opposite of happy. So y'all, this one is really hard for me to be really honest. I like to say yes. If I can make something happen, I like to say yes. If we have time to go to baseball practice, then get to the birthday party and then back to the football game, yes, we can do it. Sure, yes, we can be there. Can I make cupcakes for the bake sale in between dance rehearsals? Yes, I will do it. Can I squeeze in an extra two-hour business meeting because we get to be part of a new initiative and it's gonna be really cool? Okay, yes, I can do it. Sometimes, though, what does that mean for me? That means that my schedule is so full that there's actually room for nothing else, really, truly room for nothing else. And if something truly amazing presents itself, something that's mind blowing, your schedule should not be so full that you've put in so many yeses that you have to say no to something that could be actually bigger, something that could boost your success, your happiness, your confidence, all of those things. Your schedule should not be so full that you are only busy and you're not happy. So setting those boundaries is super important. All right, let's review. We're going to go through all of them one more time. Nine ways to be happy on purpose. Make a happiness list. Learn something new. Focus on relationships. Look for ways to help. Get outside. Give compliments and show appreciation. Get and give hugs. Forgive, that's both forgive other people and forget forgive yourself, don't forget to do that, and set boundaries. So what's one small step you can do right now to get started? We are wrapping it up. Start your happiness list, y'all. Start that happiness list and choose one thing that you are going to do today. I said today. You're listening to this today from your happiness list. You're going to do it. It's going to make you happy. You're going to thank me. And then I want you to continue to add to that list, get it as long as you can, and continue to work on your happy self. Continue to. Choose every day that you are going to do something that makes you happy. You are going to do something that contributes to your overall happiness in your life. And I promise it is going to change your life. All right, friends. If you have not followed or subscribed to this podcast, we haven't talked about this in a long time. Make sure you do that. You don't want to miss episodes and any bonus episodes that come out, you won't know if you're not subscribed or following. So make sure you do that. And if you have been listening along, we are on episode nine, getting close to episode 10. So that's an exciting milestone. I would love for you to post a review to help other moms find this podcast. We would love it if other moms were listening to the Secrets of Supermom show. So post that review, subscribe, follow along, and we will see you next week, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Supermom show. It doesn't have to end here. Head over to secretsofsupermom.com and take the quiz to find out your personalized Supermom superpower. Or if you want to hang out in the next best thing to real life, join me at Secrets of Supermom on Facebook or Instagram. Big hug, y'all.